0: what to do next so stop saying that you don't know what to do stop feeling overwhelmed stop living in the valley and start walking into your calling so i'm so excited you're here welcome to the show so i'm glad that you said that you're having a like you haven't been getting on you haven't been getting up early you've been you know kind of trying to get back in routine Because I think that it's super important to talk about that because especially as mothers with young kids, our whole routine is thrown off because they're home from school or they're, they don't have, just because we didn't have soccer, it was like, I'm like, wait, what day is it? (laughs) Like I was so out of it just because we didn't have a few things on our schedule that we normally do. And so that affects everything else you're trying to do. And it affects your mindset like crazy. And today's Monday and Monday, we like to talk about mindset And it really does because if, especially if you're a routine person that like thrives on doing the same thing at the same time in the same way, it can just throw you off. And then if you're doing things like eating like crap and you're also like sleeping in way past the time that you should, and now you're not doing the things in the morning that you usually do because now you're waking up later and now you don't have time for them. And then it's really easy for those types of things to like spiral us into a mental breakdown in our week. Like all these things are building up. You're now not like, I know for me, well, the whole reason why we started these calls was for me. They were not for other people. It was for me because I hate mornings and I needed to get up and like show up and people are waiting for me. Like I can't blow it off. I have to be here. I have to get on because if I can wake up and like shift my mind into thinking of, okay, the day is an opportunity. Today is a brand new day. I can do all types of things today. I can, you can change your mind. You can, you know, all these things. Like If you wake up and you get focused on what you're doing, what actually matters, it's easier to not spiral out of control and be in the valley and start overwhelmed. And then you're freaking out and then you're crying and then you're yelling at your kids and then you have mom guilt because you're yelling at your kids and you're like, oh my gosh, like I need to get out of this. So it goes back to the three steps. That we talk about all the time is the the three ways to feel better right now into, or maybe you're not feeling bad yet, but you know that it's coming. You're like, if I keep doing this and I keep like I did the same thing after Christmas, I was like, Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do nothing for a whole week. It was like longer than a week. It was probably like 10 days. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere, I'm not doing my makeup, I am like binge watching TV and just laying around and not doing anything. Sorry, my dog's barking in the background at something. and really um, But then I knew like, okay, I have to get out of this. Like something is going to happen where like it, I am going to spiral. It is going to like merge into, it's going to go from procrastination to like, okay, now this has gone too far. Now it's really messed up a lot of stuff. So if you can catch it before you get there. Hi, Terry. If you can catch it before you get there by doing the three things, the first one is energy leaks. Like if you're starting, if you're like, okay, I need to get back in my routine or get it together, or I'm going to spiral number one, energy leaks, make a timer for 10 minutes and write down as many things that you can think of that you've been procrastinating that have been bothering you that you need to do. And it's, what's bothering you because sometimes there'll be things on there on my list. And some other times I'll write my list and I won't put those things on there. Like for instance, sometimes the clutter in my house and the things in my house overwhelm my brain. And sometimes they don't like, sometimes I'm getting a garbage bag and I'm throwing everything in the garbage and I have a goodwill pile and I am like binge cleaning. I'm just like cleaning everything. Everything is throwing away. I can't take the clutter. I can't take it. I'm so overwhelmed with my kids clothes and the drawers. And so I'll do that. And then other times I just like, don't care. Like all my kids' rooms right now, I don't even know what they look like. It's not even bothering me. So it's what is bothering you in that moment. So don't think like, oh, I'll just make this list. And every time I'll just make a copy of the list and just do those things, because that's pretty much the same. It's not. It has to be things that are coming out of your head that you're writing down, That because just the fact of writing it down is going to take it out of your head and make it feel easier. But it's proven that energy is a real thing that goes around us. And if you're sitting in a room and you're trying to study or pay bills or organize or work, and you have just piles of stuff around you, stuff holds energy. If you took a thermal scan and you scanned all the stuff, it holds energy. It's there. Even if it's not alive, it's holding energy in your space. And that's why when you clean your room or something, you are like, oh, I feel like I'm gonna sleep so much better because my room is like super clean. Like, like, how does that affect you? It does because it's been proven, it's scientific. That stuff holds that energy. So if you've been procrastinating and putting off all of the things in your life, just check yourself and like, okay, I need to make this list for 10 minutes, write it all down and then schedule the time in your schedule to do that list. Because a lot of us will write the list and then we'll be like, okay, when I have free time, I'm gonna do this you're never going to have free time. Like It's never like, oh, I have all this time and nothing to do. I guess I'll work on my to-do list. Like, even if you have nothing to do, you're like Netflix or I'm going to call my friend or I'm going to, like, we always try to avoid and do everything we can besides this one thing. So come back and set the time for, and sometimes I will schedule like three or four, even I have done as much as seven days that I've scheduled and I said, I'm not doing anything else for seven whole days besides this stuff here. And we think that it's slowing us down, especially if you are if you're in a business where time is of the essence and you have like a big goal to hit, or you have a sale on a product, or you're um, you know, you said you would launch a course or anything that you're doing like online and you're like, I don't really have a lot of time that's the devil telling you don't, you don't have a lot of time. You don't have time to not slow down and fix this because not only is it energy leaks from your schedule of all the things you've been procrastinating, that's that's holding you back, but it's also, you're so distracted and you're so, your brain is just so packed with all of these things. April did a real, I watched it. Yes. I think it was last night. I saw, I don't know when you did it April, but It just came up and it was the one where it's like, you can hear like the, I don't know, like a song, like keep rebooting and like keep rebooting. And she's just like, looks all over the place. And it's like all your thoughts, like popping up all over the screen. And I, I watched it. I'm like, this is totally true. Like you're sitting there and you're just thinking like, like my current energy leaks right now is that I have to call my health insurance company and get it switched. We don't want to use them anymore. We want to get insurance through my husband's work. I like have to call them. I have to get a new debit card too. I need to cancel my business card and I need to get a new one. I also need to go through my business budget. Like what things are coming out? When are they not? I need to plan out my course because I told people I'm releasing a new course February 2nd and I haven't planned it out. I need to figure out my daughter's school schedule because I don't know when she's going back and, when she, and what they're doing. Like all of these things that are in my head that I'm thinking, oh, and by the way, I'm also thinking like, What time is it? Because, oh, okay. Because I have to like pick kids up and drop them off and go all over. And mom, what are we having for dinner? I don't know. I don't know what's for dinner. Like, stop. I have no idea. I am literally like barely surviving right now. (laughs) Like, get away from me. You know, you're like so overwhelmed. You have all these thoughts. You're not, you don't have any space for the things that really matter. Like, what am I supposed to do with my life? What is my next move? God, where do you want me to be? What am I supposed to be doing? You're not, you don't have any time to ask the important questions because you're literally just trying to survive. It's like jumping in the water with no life jacket and having to hold four kids while you're swimming and you're trying to hold them all up because none of them can swim. And then someone's like, Hey, do you want to learn how to do the breaststroke? You're like, no, I know. I do not. Are you serious? Like, I don't care about your skill. I'm just trying to stay afloat here because you're in panic mode. And so we have to go back with energy leaks. And I sometimes will have to do this like three days. I do it today. And then four days later, I'm like, oh, let me go back to these energy leaks because I'm back in the same spot. Like, this is not something that it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I'm good until 2023. Like, you're going to have to keep doing this. And depending on how much you procrastinate as a person yourself, you might have to do this a lot more often. I was a huge procrastinator. I would let all these things build up and then totally have a meltdown. And I realized through this process, there were some things that I don't let get out of control now. And I try to do things. If, if my kids need me to call the dentist and the dentist is open, I am picking up the phone and calling right then. So I don't have to add it to a list. So these things actually really do matter. So you clear out your energy leaks. It might take you a couple of days where you plan nothing to get your head right and to get back on track. If it's homeschooling that you're like, okay, what are we going to learn next? What are, what is our our field trips we're going to go on? Where are we going to go out and do things? Like if you need to plan, that's a big thing because number 2 is being proactive instead of reactive. So you have to have a plan. Oh, we love baby time, Amanda. Anytime. April's not home, so we don't get to see Emmy. <laughs> and Aaron's not home either so her kids aren't there is Liam still sleeping Tracy oh he's not and Alicia has her dogs that she never shows us <laughs> nearly not enough I was looking at your Instagram and stalking all your dogs your highlight of it said like oh for babies is what it said I was like what did it say and I was looking at all your dogs and Odin's so big now He's like the cutest, I love him. Um, Terry, before we forget, we were wondering how you're feeling. You can just give me a thumbs up. I know you're driving and you're sideways, but thumbs up, okay, cool. <laughs> Good, we're glad. Tracy was wondering. Um, so yeah, so okay, so the second thing is proactive versus reactive. Because if you're just reacting to your to your life, You are never going anywhere. You are literally in a hamster ball, running, 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 running. And then you're just going to be so tired one day that you just can't do it anymore. And you're going to die in your ball. Like you're in there they're going to toss you out and get a new one. Like it's your life is going to be like a hamster, it is you, you will feel like you're going somewhere. Your heart's going to be racing. You're going to be tired at the end of the day, but you're not going anywhere. You're still in a ball in a cage. So. The only way to start moving, to like get off the treadmill, to start actually running and moving is if you start deciding what is going to happen in my day and how am I going to do it? And this is how I'm going to do it. Like, and I'm going to actually do these things. So instead of just setting an alarm for seven and thinking, well, I don't actually have to get up until nine o'clock. I'll set it for seven though. Cause if I'm feeling like I want to get up, it'll be good to set it at seven. Have you ever actually been like, oh, it's seven. I feel like waking up. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to wake up. I'm glad I did this. No, you're like snooze. Even if you're not tired, even if you wake up and you're like, oh, I actually am not very tired. You're hitting snooze. Like the majority of people are doing this because you didn't say in your head, I'm waking up at seven and this is what I'm doing. But when I say I'm waking up at seven and then I tell people in my family that I'm waking up at seven because my boys wake up at seven for school. And John leaves for work at seven. So if I'm like, hey, I'm getting up at seven, then he will be like, you're getting up, right? I thought you're getting up. Are you getting up? And I'm like, yes, I'm getting up. Okay. He's like, but it's seven. So you need to get up. Like I have him on my back. And then the boys will come down and be like, I can like hear that. And I'm like, okay, fine. I have to get up. So if you just tell yourself that you're going to get up early and start your day, then you don't have anyone to hold you accountable. Tell other people and then don't just say, I'm going to get up at seven. What are you going to do? Because the whole morning is the whole reason why we do these calls. Wake up your wake up calls. Wake up to your calling. Wake up to this opportunity. Wake up to your life that you have to live. Get off your hamster ball. Like just waking up, like, oh, go in the kitchen. Like, mm, I'll eat this. I'll do this. You're like talking to your kids. You're like, you have to lay back down for a little bit. Like, yes, is there, is there a season for that? One hundred percent. I am like the anti hustler. Like I am not telling you that you cannot do that because listen, you can watch six hours of Netflix a day and still change your life and still be successful. I promise you It's, it's not that hard. It's really not. You just have to make these little tiny choices to realize what's throwing you off your game, what's getting you distracted and And making you lose your focus, which is the devil, but it's all the things that he does to us. But if you can do these little things and you pre-plan them, you're like, okay, I'm gonna wake up at seven. I'm gonna make my coffee, and I'm gonna first, I'm gonna journal how my day was yesterday. I'm going to make a little to-do list for today, and I'm gonna pray, and then I'm going to stretch. And while I stretch, I'm going to listen to a sermon on YouTube. And like, just from doing that in your morning, watch your life start to change. And I've said before, I've had people do this. We actually, let's do this exercise today because I love when we actually do this. So if you're listening to the recording of this and you're driving, do not do this right now. Do this later. Just take a little mental note that you need to do this. But I am going to set a timer. I want you to grab, either type it in your phone or grab a pen and paper Or if you're driving, just kind of think about it. So Terry and April, you guys just think about it. Okay, so this is what you're going to be making your list of. Well, I'm not going to tell you first. First, I'm going to tell you how long we have to make the list. So I'm going to do, I'm going to do one minute and oh, I have a watch on. So I'll look at this. Okay, so you have one minute and you need to write down. First, I want you to close your eyes, not you drivers everyone else close your eyes because we need to like precursor this. Okay. I'm going to close my eyes too. So keep your eyes closed and think in your head, what is it that God has been telling you to do with your life? Things that you're supposed to be starting, things you're supposed to be creating, um, different little breadcrumbs that you've been hearing lately. You've been just like over and over, you keep hearing the same things, every station you turn on and Every book you read, it's like always the same message in there. What is God telling you are the next steps to achieving what it is that you're going to achieve in life? Write it down for one minute. What are the next steps? What are the things that God is telling you to do that you feel like this is what I'm doing next? Open your eyes and make this list and write this down. Your one minute starts now. What are you supposed to do this year? if you're in a business, like what are the business ideas that God's been telling you? Are you supposed to make a course, write a book, start a podcast, Okay, time's up. <clears throat> How many things you guys can put in the chat or hold up your fingers or mute? How many things do you have written down? Alicia says five.
1: Okay, let me see if I can even open the chat. Like, What is happening right now?
0: Okay. Oh, I just saw all these messages in the chat from above. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Alicia says five, Tracy says four, Aaron says three. I have I have four things. Amanda has four things. Okay, so if you're the person who gets overwhelmed easy, like me, like if you give me way too many things, I'm like, hold on a second. Like I'm, I'm very overwhelmed with that. If you're the type of person who does that, then writing down three, four, or five things is proof that God gets who you are because he's not going to give you 35 things that come into your head that you write down really fast because it overwhelms you. I'm sure if you sat down for another minute, you could think of a couple more things and another minute, maybe a couple more, but God's only giving us the first few things. So stop saying you don't know what to do. Stop saying that. You do know what to do. You wrote it down and you can see this is what you need to do. And stop getting distracted and doing other things. If it's not on the list, then why are you doing it? Unless it has to be done, it's just not on the list. But if you didn't write it down right now, why are you even thinking about it? Bye, Terry. Why are you even thinking about it if you didn't write it down? Because if you feel like in the back of your head, like one day you're going to write a book. Well, if you don't feel like it's important to write it right now, and you're still like, I'm not ready, but I know one day it's coming. That's something I thought for a long time. Then stop letting writing your book overwhelm you right now. Because if you're not supposed to be writing it right now, then stop thinking about it. And wait until you need to think about it. Or your course. If you're trying to sell a course or you're trying to get customers. And like think about like what is important right now. And what are you, what do you need to build to support the customers or the the book? I mean, most people have, most people that I coach have some sort of impact they're trying to make. It's the bottom line. Like they want to build a brand on social media so that they can make an impact for something. And so in order to do that in 2022, you can do a lot of stuff in a year, by the way, a year is, not very long. It goes by very quickly. And you can do a lot of stuff without even realizing like how many things you're doing just by doing a little bit each day. At the end of the year, you can be like, this is insane. I did so much this year. I healed so much. I grew so much. I created so much. So don't think of like, I have so much. Oh my gosh. Like I have the the year is going to fly by and it's not like you will have enough time. You do have enough time, but stay focused, stay focused on what you're trying to do. So now that you are going to be proactive with your life and you're going to put things in there, you also can make a list of things that, you know, dang well, that you need to stop doing and, you know, dang well, you need to start doing them. And I do this as a journal exercise a lot when I'm feeling overwhelmed. When I'm in the Valley, I'll do this and I'll two minute timer, couple minutes And I'll just make a list. Like, what do I need to start doing? I need to start waking up earlier. I need to start drinking less coffee, drinking more water, eating healthier food, moving my body, spending more time with my kids individually, spending more time with God, spending less time in drama. Like I can tell you what to do. I can tell you how I could live my best life in 2022. And so if you write it down, you don't forget what you thought of and you have tangible things that you can see. If I do some of these every day, my year is going to improve. I will get off of the hamster wheel. If you just do a couple of things every single day. So you make the list, you look at it to hold you accountable and to remind you like, this is what I said I wanted to do because you know, this is going to make you a better person. And, and we all have those things that we can do. Like we know. So again, stop saying we don't know what to do stop being overwhelmed and crying. Like I'm just so stressed out. Well, I know why you're stressed out. I know why you're overwhelmed. I know why you're feel lifeless. Why you feel like you have nothing for your life because you're drowning in responsibility. You're overwhelmed. You have so much guilt in your life of what you're doing and who you are and what you're not doing. And as Tony Robbins says, you should all over yourself. I should be doing this. I should be, I really should be cleaning out that closet. Oh, I really should be hanging out with my kid right now. Oh, I really should have gotten more stuff done today and you just beat yourself up and you're so overwhelmed because you have so many things on your mind you're reacting to everything around you your kids call and need something you drop everything and do it your boss needs something you drop it and do it your husband needs something you drop it and do it your friend needs something you we're always as women like putting everyone before us we are just saying yes 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 to people please everybody we have no boundaries and then We want to know why we've hit this mental roadblock, why we're in the valley and why we're thinking so badly about ourselves. And we're thinking so many negative thoughts about who we are and what we're capable of. And you know what happens when you're in that valley down there, you're like so close to the devil who just has your head. Like I put in our group message yesterday, he's just grabbing your head and he's just like whispering in your ear. Like, you're not going to do this. Nobody likes to follow you. Nobody thinks that you're inspirational. You're not anyone special. You're never going to change the world. You're never going to be able to fix this. You're the trash that people say you are. You're the trauma that you've been through. You're the the abuse. You're All of those things put us there. Put us in that valley. And then the devil just repeats them over and over and over and whispers them. And they're all lies. And he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to break our legs. He doesn't have to suffocate and kill us to get us to not do what we're supposed to do. He just has to tell us, you can't do that. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, and you just go back to your hamster wheel and you're like, whatever. I need a drink. Like, I just need a drink so bad. I need to smoke so bad. I just, I need to, I'm spending money. You're out and you're just buying things. You're shopping and you're spending money and you're, you're overeating and you're, you go and get a bunch of food and you go out to eat and then you go to the grocery store and bring a bunch of stuff back and you're just like binging. And it's, it's this spiral. And when you're down there, you're not changing your life, which means that your hamster family that's living in the cage with you is also never going to go out and be a life because you never did it. And that's where generational curses come in, where you are the product of your environment. You were raised in abuse. So you grow up and you go to abuse and you show your kids abuse. And then they grow up and they do abuse. And then they, and it's six, seven, eight, nine, ten generations of the same type of abuse, the same type of life that your whole family has lived this legacy, but we are the ones that are breaking it. And if and all you have to do to change your family, by the way, is to change yourself. Stop taking on the responsibility of it's up to me. To uh, like make this family or it's up to, if I don't teach my kids about health, then nobody will. If I don't teach my kids about God, then nobody will. If I don't teach my kids this, this math work and this, nobody will. They're never going to learn this. They are. Your family is going to learn it. What you do is what you show your family, the people you're living with. God bless you, Erin. And (laughs) you are showing people how you're living instead of talking it. You're walking the walk. So if you just get up and make yourself something healthy to eat and you're moving your own body and you're praying and you're reading your Bible and you're showering and getting ready and taking care of yourself and napping, your family sees this and they're actually learning more than you trying to preach it and drill it in their heads, but instead they're learning it because they see you. So you're teaching and doing a lot of things in your circle of influence then you even realize, and maybe like for Alicia, you have kids that are out of the house. And so with your husband, like you make such a huge impact on his life by being the best version of you. Like, and you know it, like if, if he's eating bad and he doesn't have motivation to work out and he wants to go out all the time, you're like, Oh, like you're such a bad influence on me. Cause like, yes, I want to do all these things with you. But if he's like, Nope, like, we're mindsets right. We're working out. We're moving. You're like, okay, yeah, let's do this. This is great. Like you feed off of each other. So we have a bigger responsibility than we even realize, but we don't have to do it in our own strength. We just be the people we want to be. And it affects everything and everything around you will start to change. And if you have a business, then absolutely your business is the thing that's going to change as well. Because When you're operating a business or you're trying to create something out of fear and scarcity of this has to work. I need money now. I have to do this. Where are the people at? Where are the customers? Do you want to be a customer? Hey, today, let's run a sale. Do you want to be a customer? Like when you're acting like this, even if you don't think that you are, if you're like, no, like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm relaxed. I'm okay. But in your head, you're like, I need three customers this month. It has to happen. That everything that you post and say and do, people can tell. People can feel it. Like someone can walk in a room and you can tell that there's something wrong with them. Or I got a phone call yesterday from a friend and she's like, hey, what's up? And like, even before I answered the phone, I was like, what's wrong? Like thinking in my head, like, why is she calling me? And she calls me. So it wasn't weird that she called. I just sensed it. And I was like, I asked her, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, nothing. I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> like, Why, what is wrong? I can tell something's wrong. Don't tell me nothing. I can feel it. And she's like, well, I just wanted to talk to you. And there was something wrong. And so I knew it. Like, we can sense this. We all can. You know when there's something wrong with your kid. You also know when a stranger walks in and you're like, that person gives me weird vibes. Like, I don't know. Like, something weird just happened when they walked in. You can tell if someone's in a good mood. And they'll turn you into a good mood. Or you can tell when someone's in a bad mood and that bad mood energy transfers onto you. Like you can start to feel these things if you are aware of them. And if you're not so distracted and by being distracted, I honest to God, think that now that I've like lived this life that I've lived and I was a hustler, hustle, hustle, hustler, going from that. And then going all the way back to the other side of like anti-hustle, like I will not work more than 15 hours a week. Like I will not do it. I will not work more than 15 hours a week. And I try to just do things all day long that I love to do. Like, what can I do today that I love so much that that is, this is just going to be so fun. Like I am literally trying not to work. I'm trying so hard to just step into the abundance energy of, I am creating with God. I have a superpower of God on my side who created me to have these passions because he had a mission for me. Now I'm stepping into the mission he wants me to be in. And I have total faith that he's equipping me to do it through his own strength. So like you made me me for a reason. I'm going to be the best me that I can be. And I am not going to be running around stressed out over anything because I believe in what he said. And I am totally going to just live in it's coming. The goodness is coming to me. I have good ideas. I have, I am creative. The people are being drawn to me. I know what I'm creating next. Like this is like, I just keep talking like this all day and keep thinking about it. And it's what you think about is how you feel and how you feel is the energy put is what you put out and what you put out, you're, it's coming back to you. And it's like literally so crazy to be the same person who's walked in the be super busy, crazy versus be really lazy and do nothing. And I would rather every day, 100%, I think it's better to be the person who doesn't really do a lot that's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm really not that busy. Like I just, we just kind of hang out like to be that person. I think it's better in God's eyes than to be the person that is so busy and is just filling every single second of every single day with something like that is not healthy. And people that do that will burn out or they will ruin relationships that matter. And in this world where like my friend Veronica says, we're just little ants on a a rock floating in the middle of nowhere, like for a short period of time. And then our life is over. Like what we actually do here. The only thing that actually really matters is our family. It is our relationships. It's what we're going to teach our people to teach their people. Like that's it. There's bad guys and good guys. And if you're a good guy, you're trying to help more of the bad guys turn into good guys. Like, take them over and make an impact and change people's lives. Yes. It's um, Tracy, that's a good thing. And you do talk about that a lot with kids and unschooling instead of homeschooling. I don't know why I said unschooling. Like it's not unschooling. Unschooling. (laughs) I think I said it because it's really just like that's what the label is on there because really you're just not focusing on traditional school. I did that
1: for the longest time. I would go, well, when I'm unschooling and an unschooling mom called me out, she goes, you're still schooling. You don't have to put it in quotes. She's like, we know. And if people don't know, that's
0: on them. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Cause I did that. But you always talk about that, that um, you said to read her comment for those of you who can't see it. (laughs) She said kids too, when you just run, run, run and they don't get to just be, it's so unhealthy. And my mom pointed that out to me with my kids of just, she's like, I feel so bad for kids. They don't have any time to just be kids anymore. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? She's like, I mean, they literally wake up, they go to school, they come home, do their chores, they have soccer or whatever they're going to. And then it's eat dinner, hang out for an hour or two, and you need to go to bed because you have school tomorrow. And then on the weekends, it's the same thing, like just running and doing different things. And watch your attitude and your tone. When you're okay, so I used to be late all the time. Like I was known for being late. Like one of those people that is like, she's gonna be late at her funeral. Like that was me. Okay, I'm always late. Then I had kids, got way worse. So I was always running, like I was usually like 20 minutes late, and that was super annoying. And then I worked at it. And for the longest time, I, it sounds so stupid, but I could not get less than three minutes late. Like I was always three minutes late to everything, like three minutes late to the Zoom, three minutes late to the doctor's appointment, three minutes late to the phone call. I'm like, it's three minutes. Like, why can't I just be on time? And I realized what it was, was that I was packing so many things into my schedule, people pleasing. Oh yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can pick that up. Yeah, I can go there. Oh yeah, I'll do this. All of these things that I was people pleasing or things I just didn't have to do, like Someone was coming over. So I was cleaning my house like a psycho or I'm like, does it matter that my house is like perfectly clean? No, like now I didn't have a chance to get ready. So now I have to get ready at a different time. And there is no time because it's packed people pleasing. And so it would always push me behind. So what I realized is that by running late, it was because I had too much packed in my schedule and watch your attitude and tone around the people around you when you're running late all the time. Like I realized big time with Skylar that if we were running late, I'm like, I said, get your shoes on. Like, let's go. Where are your shoes? Your shoes should be where they always go. And then I'm like yelling at her about to put her, I'm like, okay, she's three, like chill out. Like, and then I'm like, get in the car. I'm like, oh, just get in the car. Like, you know, sit down, put your arm in. And then she's crying. And then I'm like feeling so guilty, like, oh my gosh. And I'm late to the appointment. So then I like I'm like, hurry up, get out of the car, and then this is like literally your whole day, and then you're like okay cool it's and then why do you think people are like oh it's ten thirty is it is it too early to have a drink like, oh so now you're gonna drink like oh yeah I'll have a drink because you literally started this and now you're like oh, I'll just drink oh I'll just I'll just eat like oh I'm just so annoyed we're getting pizza tonight like <laughs> come on yeah Tracy I always feel like the hand is like. I know. <laughs> like,
1: right I, <laughs> yeah, one of the things that I had to learn, which took some time for me, was like what they call de schooling yourself. Like, I had to get out of my head what school needed to look like because I was trying to emulate school at home. I had a little classroom, I had everything set up. I'd have him sit down. I'd be like, You're going to do this. And he was still crying every day. And then I was crying every day. And I'm like, why the hell isn't this working? Like, what is wrong with this situation? You know, like I had to relearn that it it goes back to what you were saying a little earlier. Me showing him what to do led him to show me what he wanted to do. So I changed everything to more child-led learning base. Like, so he tells me what he's interested in and then we create a, a thing around it. So he wanted to learn about Glacier. so we started learning about glaciers so that I found documentaries on it and then you know like it's literally like you have to look at yourself and stop and say I can teach this kid because you know what for the first five years of his life I taught him everything he knew right. and you have to like just back off from what you're so used to seeing in like the outside world and people focus so much on like Where's he at on his level of reading? Where's he at on this? Where's he at on that? And like, I was panicking, like, how am I going to do the end of the year assessment? Because there's no way this child sitting down and doing those standardized testing. Like there's no way. He's not even going to know. I mean, we don't even do a lot of seat time. Like we just don't. Seat time makes him cry. And so we do work on it. I mean, he has to learn how to write. Yeah. But I mean, I'm like, he's going to learn how to write. He doesn't maybe have to focus on it right right now, you know? And I found a teacher that does it. And she was an unschooling teacher because in, in Ohio, as long as a teacher does an assessment, like in person, that's all you need. You don't have to do standardized testing. And I found this lady and I literally cried. Cause I'm like, she will understand him, you know? And, but it's like, you were saying, when you show your children, like I had to start showing him, okay, we're not eating crappy food every day. I had to start replacing it with fruits and vegetables. So then he would ask for fruits and vegetables, like, because I was eating bad he was eating bad and it all does go together,
0: including that stage right now. I realized that was Skylar because I'm like, why does this child just want to eat junk food all the time? Like, this is all she wants. And I realized because she started eating real food during COVID, like, real COVID, like quarantine, lockdown, you couldn't even see like your neighbor. And she was like, that was when she like started like growing up, you know, not being a baby. And like, all we did was just like, during that time, we just didn't care. You know, everyone was like, we're all going to die anyway. Like just who cares? And everyone gained like the quarantine 15 or whatever. And that is like literally when we did. And so I just had this conversation because my mom is really health conscious. And so she was telling me some things to do, but she's like, it's because you weren't eating healthy either. And you like, I really have been like, I don't like when people say the word diet, like at all. Like, no, you're not on a diet. Like, you're picking and choosing when you're going to be healthy because you're like, I'm on a diet. But like my sister, I'm like, do you want pizza? She's like, no, I'm on a diet. And I already ate McDonald's yesterday. I was like, so you're not on a diet? Like, I was like, okay, okay, whatever. Like, I said, okay, well, whatever. I'm still bringing pizza over. And she's like, all right, I'll still eat it. I was like, okay. And so like diets are so dumb. Like, you know, saying like, and Alicia, you know, more than anything, like <clears throat> so stupid, like people that just put this like sense around this, like diet in these parameters, like just so dumb, but you have to unlearn the things that you've learned with anything. Like, cause we are programmed from such a young age, not even realizing it, like with milk and dairy it's like pushed so much like you have like your kid turns one you have to give him milk you have to give him whole milk that is what they need and then realizing like oh wait a minute like this is not even a thing like but you don't know what you don't know and you only know what you do and so it's like you know it's so hard and it's so a good lesson to this though is if you feel something in your gut that is just off about the way that people do things or the way people say to do things like raising kids or your business or a decision that you should make, don't, first of all, listen to your gut, do listen to your gut, but don't just take what other people are teaching you or what other people are saying or what other people are telling you to do, the advice that they have, because that is totally different than the advice that God could be giving you. And If you are a believer, then you have the Holy spirit and you, the, your intuition is that like, it's everywhere in the Bible that says that, that when you have this, you have this like superpower that tells you, like, even when you're driving, sometimes like you have the option, you can go to this place. Like I'm going to go to target after this call and I could take the freeway or I could go like the back way. And it's pretty much the exact same amount of time. And sometimes I take the freeway and sometimes I take the back way. No rhyme or reason. It's just whatever way I feel like taking. And sometimes I'm like, no. Well, all the time I make a decision of which way I'm going to go. Like, "Hmm, I'm going to go right today. And that feeling in me that's like leading me to do something, that could have just saved my life. And I didn't even realize it. You know, like things all the time where you're like, or like, you're like, whoa, that was a close one. If I wouldn't have stopped for gas, I would have probably been in that accident. Have you ever thought that? Because we've passed and I thought that before too. The roads are really bad here in Michigan. Last week and John and I went out to get takeout and these cars spun all around us on this road. The one car went into the ditch in front of us and came back out in front of us. And it all happened in slow motion. And like all the cars just like turned around us and like nobody hit our car. I'm like, looked at John. I was like, okay, that is because I prayed. Are you even serious? Like that is insane. Like how things just come together. Like start to pay attention today and look around at what's coming together for your own good, for your life. Like what are the things that God is trying to tell you that next step? You're going to be proactive in your life. You're going to, say okay i'm going to do all these things i'm going to start doing more things i'm going to stop thinking so badly i'm going to that's the third thing by the way is mindset so energy leaks proactive versus reactive and mindset but if you get one and two right chances are that your mindset's going to be pretty good so if you're in a phase where you can't stop talking crap to yourself you can't stop saying like how bad you are and how lazy you are and like oh my gosh i'm such a procrastinator and or you can't stop worrying. You can't shut up your voice with worry of how am I going to pay that? Oh my gosh. And we have three more days. And what am I going to do with this? Or you're stressing about like a kid situation. Oh, I just like banged my arm on my desk and my dog started barking again. he thinks It's enough. Uh, it's my boxer. Alicia, does your boxer just bark all the, like just for literally nothing? Oh, he doesn't. Okay. I was like, oh, thank God someone else gets it. <laughs> you're like, no, he doesn't. Um but if you can turn off your mind of the worry and all of those things and listen to something else, that will help you stay in the cycle of like doing your energy leaks, being proactive, having your mindset and going through. Like it'll help you stay in that good thing and not like whirl out of control over here where you're just spiraling into the valley in a tornado. So evaluate where you are mentally right now. How are you feeling? Like scale one to 10. How are you at mentally? I do that at the top of my journal entries sometimes. I wish I did it on everyone, but some of them I just forget. But I really like that. Writing it down one to 10, maybe one to 20 you want to do. Like you want like a larger range. Um, Take note, like where are you at right now mentally? What do you have to get done? What have you been procrastinating? And then what are the things that you're going to proactively create and do? What is the next big goal you have? Is it writing a book? Is it a course? Is it a promotion? Is it changing departments at work? Is it switching jobs? Is it whatever it is? Like, what is the next step? What do you want to work on to get better? And how can you be more organized and do less things? What can you take off your plate that you don't like doing? What is something that you hate doing that you wish you didn't have to do anymore? Is there a different way you can do it where you don't hate it as much? Or is there someone else that can do it in your house or in your business? Because that's a big thing. And if you hate the way you're doing something, just think, I, I remember when my coach told me, I told her how much I hate being on Zooms with people. Um, not like <laughs> surprise, not like groups of people, but I told I'm mean, I hate recruiting people on Zoom. And in my company, in my old company, that's what they told you to do. That if somebody was like, Oh, I'm interested, yeah, tell me more about what you do, you're like, Okay, can you get on a zoom with me and my my upline? And you like get on a zoom and you talk. Well, I hated doing that. I didn't want like I literally hated doing that. So the reason why I wasn't ranking up was because I wasn't recruiting people, but I wasn't recruiting people because I didn't want to recruit them that way. So I avoided and I procrastinated everything that led up to that because I didn't like to do that. And so when I decided, okay, can I do this without getting on Zoom? Yeah, I could. I'm like, I like talking to people though on Zoom who are like my people, But if I can like get on Zoom and I know that we have like the same basic beliefs and like desires and wants, like, oh, I'll talk to someone all day. And so that's how I started my branding because she's like, well, there has to be a way that you can, you can maybe funnel people to you and catch the right type of people. And that's what started it where I was like, yeah, actually I should make people apply before I get on Zoom with them so I can see all their answers and I know that if they applied, then they like got to that point. and so I like led people through this funnel to apply to join my team. And then like when Tracy joins, I w- like read her thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to talk to this girl. Like she is exactly my person and she was. And so they're just so just think about that. like is there something you're doing that you don't like to do? How can you change it up and do it differently? Could you do it at a different time? That's a big thing too. Like, um, I heard one time a dentist say that if you, if you really want to floss your teeth once a day and you just don't do it and you like haven't been doing it and you're irritated with yourself, you know you need to be flossing more. The floss is literally in the drawer right next to your stuff. Like, why don't you just floss your teeth? Instead of flossing your teeth, if you're trying to floss your teeth at night, floss them in the middle of the day. Floss them in the morning. Floss them in your car, bring your, your floss picks into your car and do it while you're driving. Like change how you're doing it. Obviously your brain doesn't want to do this at night. So do it in a different way. Same with working out. If you want to start working out, moving your body and you're like, I just, I'm going to have to do it at night before I go to bed and you hate doing it. And so, you know, you're not going to do it. Then figure out at a different time that you could do it. Or if you hate mornings and you hate working out in the morning, do it later. Like you just have to do it. Like it doesn't matter when. So, you know, and and I say in your house too, because there were some things that my husband was taking care of that he hated doing and I didn't know. And there were things that I was doing and hated doing and he didn't know. And when we talked about him and like split up the responsibilities different, things got way better and way easier. Like, I hate calling people on the phone to do anything. If I had to like call and like work something out like that, like, and he's like, oh, I don't care. I'll call him. And to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to say? And like, okay, tell me what to do again. And like, I just get like worried, but there's other things where I'm like, oh, I'll do that. I don't care. Like ordering anything online or like, I'm like, yeah, I'll do that for you. Yep, I changed it. It's all good. Um, Like he was doing all of our budget and it was stressing him out. And I was like, okay, I'll learn to do it and I'll just take it over. I don't care. And so like figure that out in your house too, because you could be way more overwhelmed and all up in your head and worried and, and anxious and all of these feelings just because you're doing things that don't make you happy or you're in a place that makes you unhappy. Like the job you're in is sucking your soul. The relationship you're in is sucking your soul. your something is like, you're like this toxicity. Maybe it's a friendship that you have to end. When I had to start cutting toxic people out of my life, that was like one of the best times when I realized like, wait a minute, I'm an adult and I get to choose my friends It's not like my mom is telling me I have to have a play date with this person. Like I get to be like, you're not my friend anymore. Like I do not like who you are and how you are and how you make me feel. And I cannot be your friend anymore. And that was a huge learning lesson. And it made me so much freer and happier. It was amazing. So, or just, you know, things that energy leaks that I put on there too, is like anything that's been bothering you, like a, like a disagreement any kind of like confrontation that needs to happen, like I need to talk to so-and-so about this, those things can really like eat at you inside too without even realizing it. Like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to talk to my boss. Like, oh. and you have this dread, like you know that you're supposed to, like just write it down and get those things done. So Monday mindset, focus on your brain. What kind of things are you thinking too? Like think about your thoughts today. Are they negative thoughts or are they good thoughts? Are they thoughts of overwhelm or are they thoughts of joy and gratitude? Where are you at? This list that you wrote down of things that God's saying for you to do, how, what are the steps that you're gonna do with these things? What are you gonna actually do with this? Because it's not just about writing it down because if you just write it down, you're still on the hamster wheel. How are you going to move forward and make your energy leaks list for the week or for you know right now in your head? and start working at these things. And I've been listening. If you got, I started a new highlight on my Instagram and it's grow together. And it's all the things that I'm currently listening to and like putting into my brain. So it's any of the series that I'm listening to on YouTube, um, I'm putting the links on there. books. I'm reading like all my current stuff, because one of the biggest things that held me back for years was like, I need to put something in my mind, but like what do I want to watch today? What am I going to listen to? What am I going to like? And I'd spend so much time, like, do I want to listen to that? I don't know. Do I, what about this? Like, I don't, and it, like, so I just wanted to put this here. Like, you don't ever have to think about what to do. Like, just go there and just watch whatever it is. Click the links, watch the different videos, um, spend time doing that and getting in the right place. But um, Wednesday is all about branding. And we're going to talk about some new things with Instagram that they're doing and um, new ways in branding that we're finding working. And then Friday is Q&A. So you can bring your questions about your brand or what you're doing, what you're creating. You can even be like, hi, Taryn, first time caller. Who said that? I think Mike. Mike was like long time listener, first time caller. (laughs) I love when he said that. And he's like, ask me a question but you can do the same thing. Like, I don't know what to do next. Like I'm totally stalled or I have no idea what I even want my brand to be. It doesn't have to be like, so I created this and here's my question. Like your question can be like, I can't get out of bed. So now what? I'm <laughs> like, it can be anything if you feel, um, but okay. I love you guys all so much. Thank you for being on. I hope that you have an amazing day. You will, because you got on and you woke up. And now you're looking for the cues for your life and the opportunity and the breadcrumbs. So it will be a really good day. And I love you all. And I'll see you Wednesday, maybe. So see ya, bye. Thank you for listening and spending your morning with me. I pray that God blesses your day and that he helps you to see the calling that is on your life, Lord help us to be obedient to what you've called us to do help us to walk in our day side by side with you and link with your power instead of trying to do it on our own we know we cannot do this on our own although we try please continue to help us and continue to lead us and guide us we love you so much in Jesus' holy name amen have a blessed day thanks for being here